Hey everyone, welcome to AOB. We're going to be getting into a really juicy topic this week because it's all about money. It's all about the investment that you can have put into your business to accelerate things. But you know what? There's loads of businesses that's just not right for. And there is another way and it's called bootstrapping. So we're going to talk about investment and we're going to talk about all the things it can give you. But we're also going to talk about the rewards of bootstrapping. And if you don't know what bootstrapping is, you're about to find out. So you're starting a business. You need to get it off the ground. How do you make it happen? How do you take a business and grow it? The obvious way is you take investment from somewhere. That's how you get your cash. Other way is bootstrapping. And that's something that you tend not to hear so much about. Getting the big check from the venture capitalist or whatever is where the glamour is. But bootstrapping is just where you start very, very small, make a little profit, reinvest that profit, and just do that again and again and again, and use your profits to grow. That's what we did with our business. I think it's worth talking about these two options a bit more because it tends to often just be assumed as the default that you will take investment. Most people don't even understand what bootstrapping is, which is understandable because it's not talked about. But when we tell people, other people in business, that we've bootstrapped our way to this point, it's almost like they want to start clapping or give us a little hug to say, well done, like, wow, why did you do it the hard way? Like, you could have drove here and you've, you've walked. Like, <laughs> why have you done that? And sometimes it feels a little bit like that. Because people sometimes have commented outside of the business, gone, wow, this has happened really fast for you. And I'm like, been at this 10 years. <laughs> like, I know we've pivoted a lot and we feel like we're growing a lot and we have grown a lot, but a lot of the growth is it's kind of snowballed. It's like, because you have to start small bootstrapping. You don't go to big straight away. It just accelerates at the beginning. It's a slow, slow, very slow slog. And it's a really, really slow slog. And then you just gradually get a bit of traction and then a little bit more. And then more recently, it feels faster, but that's because your snowball is so much bigger. And then if we carry on in a few years time, it's going to feel so much bigger again than today. But it takes a lot of courage and discipline. And this is not self-congratulation. It's just the truth to only do it the bootstrapping way because you can watch others on TV, on Instagram, everywhere else. We're getting loads of investment, sometimes called VC money, which we'll explain what that is in a minute, and just speeding past you. But they don't always speed past and continue. You often see them crash and burn. But let's talk about investment. What types of investment are out there, Rob? What can people do and access? Because some people will be listening to bootstrapping and going, oh, no way, no thank you, and I understand why. So let's explain the other side of the world of growing a business financially, which is with investment. Yeah. So you can take out a loan to start a business, which is a form of investment. So you go out and try and get a bank loan. That's an option. If you're bootstrapping, that is still something you can do. I don't think it's, a, I don't think it's anti-bootstrapping to take out a bit of a loan to, to get you going. But what people tend to be talking about when they're talking about taking investment is giving away a share of your business in exchange for some cash at the start. So Dragon's Den is like the classic. That is a form of angel investment, which is normally where you'll go to somebody who invests in new businesses. You'll give away a fairly large chunk of your business for a relatively small amount of money because you haven't proved yourself yet. You're going in with an idea and perhaps not too much more. Therefore, they're taking a big risk on you. 
that is your that is typically how you'll end up getting going. Then as you go beyond that, you'll then go into raising ever larger amounts of money for smaller amounts of your business because there's less risk. You've you've taken it further. So you're basically giving away part of your business in exchange for saving time, really. It's exchanging time for money and possibly getting rid of some risk as well because you're in a position to pay yourself at the start, whereas otherwise you might not be. So you can save yourself time, you save yourself your own money and your own blood, sweat and tears to get to that point. So you kind of accelerate through financially, at least, to a point further down the road. If you are experienced in business and you've done it before, then you can use that VC money or venture capitalist VCs, what it stands for. I know you know that just for the benefit of everyone else. You can use angel investment, VC money, whatever it may be, to to go a lot faster, to skip those first few points. Why didn't we do it? I think that's something worth talking about because the pros, the list, long, the long list of reasons to do it are pretty attractive. So why didn't we do it? A big one for me is giving up control. And there are lots of other reasons as well, but control is the big one. If you give away a percentage of your business on day one, then you've got somebody else who's not your boss, but they've got an interest in what you're doing. And you might have your own ideas. You might have something that you really believe in, but it's going to take some time to get there. They might not have that patience. They might be forcing you onto a track of seeing results in a certain time frame. Yeah, for me, that definitely was a factor as well. I think also a ridiculous and possibly unfounded at the time self-belief that I didn't need it. On reflection, looking back now, I'm so glad that we have Bootstrap because the lessons, I wasn't ready for investments. I don't think I would have used it well. I probably would have made a lot of silly mistakes. I made lots of silly mistakes, but I made them at a much smaller scale. And being at scale or having the potentials to go to scale straight away, I probably would have spent them on daft things like Facebook ads that weren't effective or just some stupid use of money. But now I've had all the lessons over a decade's worth of lessons built up. Uh, if you were to offer it today for you know a small amount of the business and it could take us on further, then I'd probably feel more comfortable. Then wouldn't want to lose control, but I wouldn't be closed to investment because if it can take us further and faster onto where we want to be. But back then it was absolutely not the right thing to do. And I think for experienced entrepreneurs, business owners, maybe going for the second or third time on a business, then bringing outside investments can can be a brilliant thing. But for young business owners, operators, taking outside investment, particularly if you haven't had a long career at that point as well, you know, we're only in our 30s. So I hadn't done that much before starting the business, had a career, but nothing that I felt would have set me up to take in outside investment and money. So I think it was absolutely the right thing for us to do. If we were doing it again tomorrow, yeah, I possibly would take the money, which is different. So it's for me, I don't think there's a right or a wrong. There is a right or a wrong, but it's going to be right in certain circumstances and wrong in others. And then some, you could probably take a view. There are some businesses that you just can't start by bootstrapping. Right? So if, you're, if you want to build Facebook, you can't just gradually get there. Like the whole point of it is you have to get there fast. You have to get the network effect. The only way you can get there is by taking quite a lot of money quite quickly and just going for it. 
if you've got the choice, then I think it does come a lot down to experience level because like, yeah, like we were saying, it's taken us 10 years to get to where we are. And we're now at the point where we're just about to start doing what we think is like what we perceive as being the thing that is going to be the most exciting thing we've ever done. Would I want to take another 10 years if I started another industry to get to that point? Probably not. But if you're just starting out in business, then if you take a load of money, there's like you're 17 years old, but instead of taking driving lessons, you just get given a sports car and you can go as fast as you like. You're probably going to crash before you actually learn the skills you need. But if you take it slower, then you can make those mistakes at a lower speed where the stakes aren't as high. Get yourself to the point you need to be where you can then actually use that money in beneficial ways rather than just blowing it all. I mean, we're so aligned on most things, but we are absolutely once again aligned on this subject. It's it's right for some people and for some businesses and really wrong for others. So for people who are listening or watching this and thinking, okay, bootstrapping sounds interesting, so I just reinvest profits. That's it. And there's a little bit more to it than that. There's not a lot more to it, but there's just some basic rules of, of things that you need to understand. And the big one, and I think this is what you see so many people in business get wrong when they're bootstrapping and trying to build a business themselves, is an understanding that the business money, even early on, the business's money is not your money. It's not yours. You may have created a business and you may have been a big factor to that money landing in the account, but that is the business's money. And the quicker you can separate the two in your mind, the better. And actually, you should separate it if you can before you even start in business. Because at some point, you're going to see big numbers. It's going to fluctuate. Numbers that could, as an individual, change your life. And if you are trying to build something, and this is only if you're trying to build something, if you want a lifestyle business, then by all means, take it. But if you're trying to build something, you can't use it as your own bank account because it isn't. No, it's it's very, very important to get that separation in. Because the whole point of bootstrapping is that you reinvest. So anything that you've got after you've paid your expenses, that gets goes back into the business. If you're taking all that out to live a great life, then it's just not going to work. You're going to end up plateauing very, very early because you're not doing that reinvestment. So I think it's important to understand that bootstrapping only works if you've got that ability to delay gratification. If your reason for getting into business is to make a lot of money or have a lot of prestige because you've got the trappings of a wealthy lifestyle, then bootstrapping is a really bad idea because you're not going to get what you want or you're at least not going to get what you want for long. Because if you do pay yourself a monster salary and buy yourself everything that you want, your business is going to fail. So you, you probably shouldn't really be going down the investment route either because then you're just blowing a load of someone else's money. But you definitely shouldn't be doing that if you want to bootstrap. We've talked before about the thousand day principle, which is by Dan Andrews, someone who runs another podcast and he's built businesses himself. And he talks about the first thousand days, you're going to earn less than your last job. And it's true. It was roughly that for myself. I went from a very, very healthy salary as a 20 something, very healthy, six figures to next to nothing. And it was doing that lucrative work that helped me build the pot to start. And then I was instantly poorer. Like it was just like, wow, I've given up this lifestyle, which was, you know, someone in their twenties, it was quite exciting to go, no, I'm going to sacrifice all that because this is more important to me. This is where I want to spend my time. This is how I want my life to be lived. So you do, if you don't have confidence 
in what you're doing, if you don't have that grit, that determination, you're going to quickly give up because you just have to accept that it's going to be harder than your last job, whatever it was, and you're going to be earning less. It's not that attractive. People look at businesses, you know, when they get to the size that we're at and beyond, they go, wow, that's fantastic. But if you've bootstrapped to that point, you've made sacrifices to get there. Yeah, we've talked in the past about uh, like the Instagram business, the thing you see versus the reality of running a business, especially a bootstrap business. We'll link to that, but that's very relevant here. But the motivation has to be the love of building the business itself because that's the only reward you're going to get for quite a while. The other thing you need to do when you don't have a lot of money is really preserve and respect the money you've got, which means making small bets. So if you've only got a certain amount of cash in the bank, you can't go and blow a load of money on an ad campaign that may or may not work. You don't have that option. But that's I see that as a good thing because it means that you're forced to start small, figure out what works, and then scale it up from there. If you you see companies all the time who've got a load of funding, they'll come out and they'll just do loads of stuff. They'll like stick adverts all over the tube and everything. They have no idea if it's going to work. We didn't have that opportunity. No, no. We've, we've had to make sure that everything we've done has been effective. So if we've spent money, you know, especially in the early years, if we spend that money there, what's it going to do for us? What's going to be the return? And you make decisions that way all the time, which builds up really good discipline. So when you have more money at your disposal, which, you know, as your business grows, you do, you then are are still taking the same rigor, the same experience and the same discipline to those decisions with larger sums of money. It gives you a respect for the money and you care about it being effective because it's not just been handed to you. I agree. Going to make a statement which I've just completely not thought through. I've just thought of it now, but it's like if I if I was to to invest in other businesses as an angel investor, thinking would I invest in someone who hadn't done some kind of bootstrapping a business before? I don't know if I would. Even if they only started with 500 pounds and then they built on it from there and they hadn't got it that far. I just want to see that someone had had the discipline to start small with their own cash and turn it into something. You get lots of people who've got a dream and it's what sounds like a great idea and they can put it across in a really compelling way with all the research. But if they did that without having ever put something at stake of their own before and knew that they had that respect for money that you get from going through that process, I don't think I'd want to get involved in that. No, because there'll be people listening or watching going, well, what about Mark Zuckerberg or people like that? But they're so rare. There's a reason why he's a billionaire because he's a genius. And the difference, I don't think I've ever said this on camera or on podcast before, the difference for me between millionaires and billionaires is billionaires get it young. Millionaires click later. They may be mid-20s, late you know, 30s or beyond, and it'll click. But for some reason, you get these geniuses that come along every now and again who get it at a really early age. But the chances of that genius walking into your office and you angel investing in, in it is so slim that you're going to lose back in inexperienced entrepreneurs or, or people who want to be entrepreneurs. You're going to lose so many times over because those people are so rare. Your safer bets are the ones who've had experience trying to start a business, done something on the side, or maybe they've had a really successful career. And it's not quite the same, but if they've built up a lot of experience and they've had to run important parts of a business or effectively been running a business before, but may have not owned it, then I suppose there are other people that you could consider investing in as well. But you're right. It's 
to bet on inexperienced people who've never done it before and invest in them feels like gambling to me. So if we summarize, I think you've got two very clear routes and it's not a case of this one's right for, for everyone and you shouldn't be doing that. But I think it's probably fair to say that taking investment, because it's the glamour route, gets most of the attention and people can get the impression that that's the only way of doing it. I would say if you are new to business and you have got the option or it's the type of business where you can bootstrap it, I'd say do it. That doesn't mean you can't take money down the line. It means it's just like pouring fuel on the fire once it's already burning. But to get it going, if you can do it on your own, I think you'll come for me, you'll come out of it with so much more ability and skills and everything else that you need that will serve you well in business as a result of having done that. So to bootstrap or not to bootstrap, the choice is yours. And of course, you make sure you don't miss the next episode. And the way to make sure you do not miss is by subscribing. So make sure you subscribe. And if you do already, if you want to be a really good listener, then let someone else know about the show. Cheers. 